Don't just do it, do it here in Youngstown. Our government is committed to the Manufacturing Day movement and changing perception of manufacturing careers for the new workforce. So today we have a special guest visiting Youngstown, Senator Jack Reed of Rhode Island. Senator Reed uh, is, has been educated at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, Harvard University's School of Government, and Harvard Law School. He has a highly decorated military career which started in 1967, uh, a practicing attorney, married, and has a lovely daughter, Emily. Uh, Senator Reed is on the Committee of, Appro Committee of Appropriations as a ranking member, uh, Subcommittee on Transportation, Housing, and Urban Development, sits on the Committee of Armed Services as a ranking member, and the Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs, um, as well as the Committee on Intelligence. So please help me to give a warm welcome to Senator Jack Reed. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you. I feel uh, right at home here in Youngstown because uh, where I come from, Rhode Island, we are a manufacturing center, and we've seen our ups and downs. We are people from all sorts of different backgrounds who've come together as Americans to try to build a strong, strong economy, not just for the present, but for the next generation of Americans. And the key to that is manufacturing. And you're lucky, because you've got two great, great representatives in Washington. Senator Sherrod Brown, who I work with closely, and Congressman Tim Ryan, who's a terrific advocate for this community and for manufacturing throughout the United States. And we're here today, and we're particularly delighted to be able to welcome shortly Jay Williams, who is the Director of the Economic Development Administration Department of Commerce, and your former mayor. So Jay's coming on home to do the great things that he's been doing here in Youngstown and now nationally. And because of Sherrod, and because of Jay, and because of Tim, you've got a manufacturing hub right here in Youngstown. You're pulling together educational institutions, manufacturers, individual workers to create the new economy for manufacturing. It requires technology, it requires training, it requires a vision of the future, and that's what you're building here in Youngstown. And you're building on solid roots and foundations. That's the hardworking people of Youngstown, Ohio, and this whole, this whole area. Now, we've got an election coming up, and it's going to be absolutely critical, because it's going to set the direction of this country, indeed the character of this country. Are we still going to care for middle-income working men and women, or are we going to devote ourselves to enriching the very rich? The choice, in my view, is very clear. We've got to support Hillary Rodham Clinton, because she has a plan, a definite plan, to invest in manufacturing, to invest in education, to allow students to go to school, not just four-year colleges, but two-year technical schools, and come out without huge staggering debts. She wants to rebuild our infrastructure because we know if you're going to have a successful manufacturing process in a, this country, you have to connect it through infrastructure to the rest of the country and the rest of the world. And she's going to do that, and she will do that. 
She is tough, just like the people of Youngstown, Ohio. She's experienced. She gets it. And unfortunately, on the other side, her opponent seems to think that there's just one guy in the world that knows everything and deserves everything. That's not the American spirit. That's not the spirit that moves forward. And you just have to look at some of the things that Mr. Trump has said and done. You know, first of all, he, you know, he talks about the common share and the common burden that we all have, but then he pays no taxes. Then you have to look at him talking to steelworkers in Youngstown across the country and say, listen, I'm going to help you folks. So where does he go and buy the steel and aluminum for his new hotels? China. Not Youngstown. And you know, you can make it here and make it better here, but he can get it cheaper there. And that's what he does. And you can go time after time after time and see how his words and his actions don't fit. I believe we've got a huge challenge before us, and that's why I'm here. That's why I'm asking you to go out. We've got some critical dates coming up. Registration deadline, October 11th. Early voting starts October 12th. Get everybody registered and start voting October 12th. This is about the future of the country. And let me just conclude. As was mentioned by that very kind introduction, I spent 12 years as a soldier in the United States Army. I had the greatest privilege any American can have, and that is to lead soldiers. And I didn't serve in combat like some of my brave colleagues, John Kerry and Chuck Hagel and John McCain and Bob Kerry, but I spent a lot of time with soldiers. And when you're sitting in the back of a C-130, I was a paratrooper, getting ready to lead people out the back of that door, you start to think about you know, what does it all mean? What's the measure of our country? And I'll tell you what I concluded after sitting there and talking to myself hours and hours. The test of our country is not that those who have the most get more. The test is that everyone gets a chance. Donald Trump is committed to ensure that those that have the very most get a lot more, and he's at the top of his own list. Hillary Clinton is committed to everyone getting a chance particularly by rebuilding our manufacturing here in America. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Let's go forward. Let's make this a decisive day for the country, for America. Let's help Hillary get elected president. Thanks. Thank you, Senator Reid, for, for those inspiring words and for the great praise you heaped upon our lovely town of Youngstown. So the next person I'm going to bring out here is uh, quite familiar to all of you and probably a great friend to most of you. Uh, please welcome Congressman Tim Ryan. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to be brief, but I wanted to be here uh, for Senator Reid, who is here, who's a great champion in Washington, D.C., and is always involved, pressing, pushing on the issue of manufacturing and innovation and transportation. He's a great leader in the United States Senate and uh, we're really glad to have him here in Youngstown for a couple days. Uh, and also uh, our old friend, our current friend and our future friend, uh, Mayor Jay Williams, who is here, who we're so excited to have uh, here. And I think he really embodies the kind of talent and intellect and energy and vision uh, that 
the city of Youngstown and the Mahoney Valley uh, has, has been producing in the last few decades. And to have someone who was here, who was mayor, and did such a great job helping transform everything that's going on uh, in downtown Youngstown, from the innovation to the transportation to connecting the university to the downtown, Jay Williams' fingerprints are all over that. And it's uh, great to see that the administration saw his leadership and elevated him. Um, I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm uh, almost done, uh, but I want to say thank you to Ralph. I see Jim Costler in the back and so many others that are here. I couldn't be more excited about the future of the Mahoning Valley than I am right now. It seems like every day I read something in the paper or I have a conversation with Ralph or I have a conversation with Jim Costler or I have a conversation with someone at the university or see what President Trestle's doing uh, at the university or business guys, I see Jack Scott over there, the innovative things. I get on uh, the defense committee a few years ago. I take a CODEL congressional trip to the Persian Gulf. We go in and we land on the USS Harry Truman, okay? And to visit our troops and we're studying missile defense in the, in the Persian Gulf region. I get on the USS Harry Truman and there are 3D printers from Jack Scott's company on the USS Harry Truman, 40 miles from Iran. Iranian ships going around, we're on the, this big uh, ship, in Youngstown's presence is the innovation happening in Youngstown is on that ship. That's what's happening. The president mentions Youngstown twice in a couple State of the Unions right in a row. People are talking about what's going on in Youngstown. The Youngstown business incubators getting their uh, fair due. Number one incubator in the entire world, university affiliated, two years ago. This is happening right here in Youngstown. So I want to thank all of you for being here. I want to thank you for your commitment. Manufacturing is the future of our community. When you look at research and development, you look at the spin-off that comes from manufacturing, you look at the innovation that happens from manufacturing, you look at the patents that come from manufacturing, you look at the increased wages that come from manufacturing and advanced manufacturing, this is the future. And you're a part of it, and I want to wish you all a happy manufacturing day. Thank you so much. Thank you, Congressman Ryan. Our next guest, um, as Congressman Ryan mentioned, is quite familiar to a lot of you um, and to the area. Uh, former Mayor Jay Williams, now the Assistant Secretary of Commerce for Economic Development. Um, he has served in that uh, role since 2014. And in that role, he's charged with leading the federal economic development agenda by promoting innovation and competitiveness. All stuff he learned here in Youngstown. Uh, he's preparing American regions for growth and success in the global economy. And prior to joining that department, he served as the executive director of the Office of Recovery for Auto Communities and Workers. In this, in this capacity, he worked directly with state and local uh, stakeholders in areas affected by changing American automotive industry to deliver federal support to ensure they return to better economic conditions. He's also served in the White House as Deputy Director for White House Office of Intergovernmental Affairs. And in this position, he led efforts to engage mayors, city councilors, and county officials around the country. 
Um, as uh, Congressman Ryan stated uh, earlier, uh, Mr. Williams' fingerprints, footprints all over the city, um, the very building that you're standing in, the YBI, um, parts of Youngstown State. Um, so I'll let him tell you the rest. Um, you've heard enough from me today. So let's welcome uh, former Mayor Trey Williams. Chris, thank you for the introduction. Uh, it is so good to be home. I was here, uh, I've been here a couple of times uh, in the past few months, and, and each and every time I'm uh, like a kid in a candy store. Uh, you know, so you know, to see Tim and arrive here at the same time and uh, so many others of you. It was uh, two weeks ago, well three, about a month ago I got to come uh, with the Vice President, which was kind of cool getting to come you know, on Air Force Two to a place that you've lived and spent the majority of your life uh, and, you know, as mayor, you didn't have a motorcade. You obeyed the street law, the, the, the speed limits and everything else. But it was, um, you know, sort of an epiphany to drive by my old house uh, with the vice president and look at some of the neighborhoods and be able to boast and brag about uh, what has evolved in the city as a direct result of all of you here. Uh, and then about three weeks ago, I got to come and spend the night in downtown Youngstown for the first time in my entire life. Uh, just across the street uh, over at the towers and it was uh, you know like waking up in in a completely different city the fact that I got to spend every dollar on that trip in downtown Youngstown eating dinner eating breakfast shopping at the mart uh, and staying overnight so you know the evolution of this city is just something that I am so proud of and I, and I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to be here uh, on this occasion on manufacturing day so Chris, first of all, thank you to you and Lisa for your hospitality. Uh, and to hear about the story of Hudson Fasteners, a you know, third generation family owned company started uh, 70 plus years ago. And to see how the concept of fastening things is you know, 100 plus years old. This company is, is, is 70 years old plus. But the notion that you have a 21st century business model with respect to manufacturing, I think speaks volumes to what is going on here uh, in the city of Youngstown, in the region, but ultimately across the country. And to have that affiliation with the Youngstown Business Incubator, to have you locate from New York uh, City to here in Youngstown, Ohio, was something that uh, while I was gone, when it happened, just absolutely proud of. And it's a story that I share across the country. Uh, but in any event, uh, we are here for Manufacturing Day, and I am uh, thrilled to be a part of it because manufacturing has the utmost importance, not only to the city, and, and you all know this, we don't have to recount uh, the city's history with respect to manufacturing, uh, but because it, I think, speaks volumes to the commitment that this administration has and the importance that manufacturing is, not only as a part of our past, uh, but moving forward. And it hits home for me, and I'll tell you, uh, you know, a story about my son in just a few minutes, but it hits home because we have had so many opportunities to uh, abandon our manufacturing roots. There have been people who have written off manufacturing because of the very real concerns and the very real decline uh, that we saw in this country. But the Department of Commerce thought it was important enough to establish Manufacturing Day within the entire department and make sure that we traveled across the country uh, in communities that were hallmarks of manufacturing. One of the things I get to do as Assistant Secretary is travel across the country. And in each and every place I go, there is always a relevant Youngstown story. There is always a relevant Youngstown connection. Whether I was in Connecticut, uh, and they were talking about the manufacturing of aerospace and shipbuilding, I was in Tennessee, uh, the automotive manufacturing, the supply chain, 
I was down uh, in Milwaukee yesterday uh, talking about the water technologies and energy and power and food and beverage manufacturing. A month ago, I was in Hazard County, Kentucky, 430 miles away from Youngstown, Ohio, coal country. And they are going through the transition from coal into more diverse manufacturing. And you couldn't imagine the similarities between what Hazard County, Kentucky is going through and what the city of Youngstown in the Mahoney Valley went through uh, about 10 or 12 years ago as we evolved and recognized that we had to compete in a much, much different way. The other thing that strikes home to me, the importance of Manufacturing Day, is the impact in capturing the hearts and minds of our young people. Uh, and, and I keep quoting Phil Kidd in, in one of the, the uh, promotional uh, videos that was done, that you know, my generation and Tim's generation in Youngstown, I'm a few years old, but we were the first generation whose parents didn't work in the steel mills. So you know, our generation was said, told, generally speaking, you know, we don't make things, get your education, you know, go to the university, and you have to leave because there's just nothing left here for you, which at, for a period of time was the case, but that has been changing, and we have lost a generation of young people to who used to aspire to make things. And I say that, and it hits home for me every day when I get to see my son Ethan, who is six years old. So you know, I see Ethan and, and, and my wife and I, and, and, and you know, he's a great kid, but he is uh, you know, fixated. He went through this fixation on, on our iPhones and apps. And he's like, Dad, you know, every day I come up, I found a new app. I found, so I convinced him that we weren't going to buy apps. But he said, Dad, but these apps are free. I gotta have a new app. I gotta have a new app. And while it's tempting and easy to give him the iPhone and, and you want him and we want him to be a part of that information economy and that innovation economy, what it also brought me to realize is that I also enjoy and more so enjoy when Ethan plays with his Legos. So in my house is sort of the apps versus the Legos. And there's nothing wrong with having the information technology innovation. We have to have that as a part of our, our, our economy. But we also have to make sure young people aspire to and understand the creativity and the importance of making things. So while I can give Ethan the iPhone and download an app and he sort of you know, goes off and, and keeps himself busy, I am more inspired and more engaged when I see Ethan put the apps down and start playing with his Legos. Legos are, you know, were, were created in the 1940s and the older rector sets. Those are the things that we have to make sure that we keep as an important priority. Because ultimately, when Ethan is now 6 and he turns 10 and he turns 12, you know, I am hopeful that we capture the generation of individuals who are more interested in making things. Because we have to create that pipeline. Ultimately, as we see the retirements of individuals who have worked in the manufacturing sector, if we don't capture the hearts and minds and, 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 and have our young people aspire to, to make things and to manufacture, we can't be a country that continues to lead the world's economy. We will not continue to be the most dynamic, the most innovative economy on the face of the planet if we say it's an either-or proposition. We have to be a part of the idea economy and not the manufacturing economy. It has to be both. And ultimately, that's why we're traveling the country talking about Manufacturing Day. And uh, when they had the list of places, uh, I thank you all for the invitation because had it not been for the invitation, you know, I've been here so many times, the staff, you know, gets word. They want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're being equitable to communities across the country. But there's no better place to celebrate and to acknowledge Manufacturing Day than right here in the city of Youngstown in the Mahoney Valley. The other part of that, and Tim led uh, to, to the notion of how important it is in terms of not only the national economy, but the regional economy, and what it means for communities. Manufacturing jobs on balance pay higher wages across the board. Manufacturing attracts additional investment. When you see manufacturing investment, then you see the multiplier effect. 
you know, it doesn't work the other way around. You don't put retail or a service economy and then see manufacturing follow. You establish the manufacturing and the innovation and then the other investments follow. We have seen that here in downtown. We have seen it in the Mahoney Valley. We have seen it throughout this region. So uh, the fact that Youngstown has seen a renaissance in manufacturing, the fact that while we still face very significant challenges, I mean, the, the last two years of manufacturing have not been easy, it's important to distinguish between the short-term challenges that we face and the long-term fundamentals of U.S. manufacturing that remain strong. There are 828,000 more manufacturing jobs in the United States today than there were just six years ago. Right now, as we sit, there are 350,000 manufacturing jobs that still need to be filled. The challenge is, is that the employers are saying, we can't find the individuals with the skill set. Because again, we got away from the shop classes. When I was in high school, you had shop class. But too often, shop class was seen, it wasn't true, but it was the perception of shop class was, well, if you're not good in math and science, and if you're not good in, in sort of the other things, you know, you go to shop class. Nothing could be further from the truth, because these manufacturers don't want people who don't have other options. They want the best and the brightest. They want individuals who say, you know what, perhaps I'm not going to go and get my four-year degree or, or my Juris Doctorate or my MBA, which is fine, but I want to get into the economy and start having a productive career uh, after I leave high school or after I have some post-secondary training. That's where manufacturing plays such a critical role. So uh, I'm excited about what uh, is happening here on the ground. I'm excited uh, that this has been a priority of the president from the various early, very earliest days in office. I'm excited and pleased that Secretary Prisker has been a, a strong proponent of it. And the one thing that I, that I want to add, which again, there's a lot of debate and discussion about how we sustain the manufacturing that has occurred uh, over the past six years. And part of that is the recognition uh, that we live in a global marketplace. Uh, you know, we know firsthand that previous uh, global trade agreements have brought very real harm and haven't lived up to the hype. But one of the things that the president keeps emphasizing and that the secretary keeps emphasizing that this global marketplace isn't going anywhere. The change that we have seen is inevitable. Trying to resist it and not have our place at the table is a futile effort. So in terms of making sure that manufacturers here in the city of Youngstown and the region can continue to grow and to expand, can make sure that they have their goods and services in other growing markets across the globe and the 95% of the population that exists outside of the borders of the United States. That's why this administration continues to push to make sure that we can trade with other countries. We can do it in a way that is beneficial, in a way that is fair, in a way that has our values as a part of that equation. Uh, but for you know, the notion of sitting out and letting China or some of the other uh, countries set the agenda is something we can ill afford to do. And, and that's really uh, firsthand why businesses in Youngstown have been able to survive. It's because they've been able to expand and move into new markets. So you know, this is a day to celebrate. This is a day to acknowledge uh, after uh, I leave here, I have the opportunity to go over to Schaffen and talk to some of the, the young people there and at the Mahoney County a Career and Technical Center. Uh, and it's really exciting because these are the individuals, the young men and young women, who are going to be the next generation. And really, when we say the next generation, it's just generation of manufacturers. They're the individuals who are going to come and start the additional companies, who are going to be innovative just like the two of you have been. So thank you for you know, what you've done. It's been a great day. I'm looking forward to spending a few more hours here uh, in my hometown and, and going over and talking to some of the students. But uh, we're going to spend the remaining months uh, in the administration doing everything that we can to continue to add to the success, uh, you know, the innovation, the, the creativity. Uh, it doesn't come out of Washington, D.C. It comes out of places like Youngstown, Ohio. It comes out of places 
uh, like Pittsburgh, where I was uh, with the mayor earlier this morning. So uh, I'm excited. Congratulations on success. Uh, we're going to do everything that we can. And, uh, you know, when it's all said and done, you know, the story of Youngstown will continue to have relevance and resonance uh, across the uh, community. And it's a direct result of the folks we have here today. So, Chris, thank you very much for allowing me to be back here at home.